The following program is sponsored by Protecting Your Retirement. Hello, Kansas City. Welcome to Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales, and we're here every weekend to help you navigate a successful retirement journey. Don, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good. And we were putting together an outline for today's show. We usually do that very shortly before we record because we're busy. We're going to come up with some uh, quick facts, and we're going to uh, talk about a conversation we had with a client and also touch a little bit on if your goal is to retire early, there's a mistake that you can make that you really don't want to. We'll go over what that is. We're going to concentrate the majority of our show today on what is occurring in the field of fixed annuities and fixed index annuities. Those are um, contracts between you and an insurance company where the insurance company makes a lot of guarantees and keeps a lot of guarantees. Those contracts are where you pay a premium, you put money into an annuity contract. They guarantee the safety. They guarantee the growth or a formula for determining the growth. Very important. They guarantee that the money is always yours. Either you or your heirs will uh, have every dollar that you put in and every dollar earned. And they can and do, in almost every annuity contract, guarantee that you may, if you choose, turn that contract into a provision of income for as long as you live. Mm -hmm. And also, these uh, contracts are friendly to taking the required minimum distributions that you now have to take when you reach age 72. Well, Don, you kind of jumped right in there for the fixed annuities. Let's back up just a little bit for people who maybe this is the first time listening to our show or they haven't listened in a long time. Let's start out with what is protecting your retirement and what is our main focus? What is our philosophy when it comes to retirement planning? Protecting your retirement is a small in size but very, very big in volume retirement income planning firm. We are insurance professionals. We're licensed. I think I have licenses in 10 or 11 states. And we are appointed with dozens of uh, insurance companies. Appointed with them means we're allowed to sell their products and to service their clients. We're insurance-based. We recommend when suitable and in the best interest of the client, we recommend depositing money into fixed annuities long-term care insurance or other types of insurance that have long-term care payment features, and sometimes life insurance. We're really heavily focused on seeing that you have adequate income during retirement. We don't have a minimum amount of money that you have to have to come see us, and we do not charge fees ever. So if you're hearing ads from uh, companies that say, if you have $500,000 or more, give us a call. We'll work up a uh, free retirement income plan for you, or some of them might be advertising 250000 That's not us. We do not have a minimum. The companies we deal with have various minimum amounts of deposits open in an annuity contract. Some of them are $5,000, some are ten. Probably the most frequent minimum uh, contract amount is 25000 some of the companies, when it surpasses 100000 they'll give you a better rate on the money 
as far as your earnings potential. Generally, we can start out someone with a modest amount of income if they're looking at fixed index annuities. I think the lowest amount that you can open a fixed index annuity is 2500 Yes. Yeah, we do have a company, and, and that company fortunately also has what we call flexible premium feature mm-hmm. so that you can add to it at any time. You know, if someone's just starting out, well, we don't usually sell annuities to teenagers, but we could if they're, they're going to hold on to it for a very, very long time. But maybe you have someone who's not a teenager, but they're starting to look at retirement income and they don't have a lot of money accumulated. Maybe they want to do more than what they're doing to their 401 if they have one at work. And they think, well, we can put a little bit of money into something that's not work-related, not employer-sponsored. We can open up 2500 and and it's an A company. It's a highly rated company. And then have them start adding either monthly or whenever they get up to uh, certain established amounts. It's really up to them. Mm-hmm. We have several people that wander in here every once in a while and hand us a check or mail it in. Now, I will say they don't. They hand it to us, but it's not made out to us. Right, it's made so it's made companies. out to an insurance company. We we never, ever accept money into the name protecting your retirement. We have no authorization to do that, really. And we do adhere to uh, a strict suitability rules, strict best interest of the client rules. But anyhow, we're a small firm, but we have big numbers. We right now rank in the top 20 or 25 of producers, the insurance companies and the marketing organizations refer to us as producers. We produce premium that they get. We're ranking uh, in a very high numbers with some companies. At one time, with the largest issuer of fixed and fixed index annuities, they had about 101,000 producers, and I was ranked number 33. We do a lot of business for a little firm. We are backed up by a couple independent marketing organizations. One of them is in Leewood. A couple of them are in uh, Georgia, near Atlanta. They help us in communication with the companies. They help us be up to the minute with new product changes or offerings. They sometimes can help us smooth out a uh, client request to a company. Those independent marketing organizations are The one we use most frequently, a daily basis really, has I think about 150 people. Anyhow, uh, so we have a lot of backup and a lot of training that's continuous. Uh, We have to do continuing ed. Again, our primary goal is to make sure that you have a successful retirement journey. Successful retirement journey means that you've got enough money on your own to handle your stuff. You don't have to uh, rely on the government or relatives or friends or significant changes in your spending to have a uh, successful retirement. And successful retirement depends a lot more on income than it does on your total asset base. We have seen people with uh, several million in retirement funds, but very, very high expenditure levels, and they want to move away from very high employment income into retirement and maintain the same spending level. That's hard to do. We don't say, hey, you have to cut this much. We just say, this is the gap and this is how much we can fill. Usually if I just shut up after that and look at them, I think they get the message that <laughs> a thousand, something's gotta change. $1,000 a month for grooming the pets 
might have to change. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then on the other side of that, we have many clients who would be considered a modest net worth, mm-hmm. but they're living their best lives. You know, they're doing exactly what they want to do in retirement because mm. they know that their needs are covered. And mm. then they've got a little extra on the side to do the fun things as well. Right. And I've mentioned this uh, on several of our programs that people who save, people who participate in their employer plans, people who have pensions, and that's dwindling, but people who have uh, lived within their means, they've done savings, they've gotten ready for retirements. There are two things they hate in retirement. One is the need for more health care. And number two is they hate being required to take money out of their IRAs and their 401s and that because Uncle Sam can't wait until they die to get the tax, the income tax. And it just frustrates people no end. They've really done a great job of savings, and all of a sudden they have to take out between 4% at the beginning of age 72 to 51% when they're 115 years old (laughs) or older. And a lot of them don't need that money at that time, but yet they're required by law to take it out, pay the tax on it, talking about income tax. It's an irritant, but, you know, we try to remind them that you never paid income tax on the money you put into that. You never paid income tax on what your employer contributed, and the employer uh, took a deduction for what they contributed on your behalf. So Uncle Sam's never seen that money except by examination of your uh, self-employment returns or W-2 forms. Now Uncle wants it. And he's being a little bit good. They raised the minimum age for required distributions from 70 and a half to 72. Some people in Congress are now trying to get that raised to uh, 75. If I were in charge of the House, Senate, and the White House, I would not have required minimum distributions. Leave it to the kids if it's left over. Let them pay the income tax. Mm -hmm. They're getting free money anyhow. Well, like you said, Don, we really focus on the income needs when it comes to retirement. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. We'll also talk about people say the safe choice when it comes to retirement savings is bonds. But we've got a better alternative to bonds. We'll talk about that coming up as well. Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Do you have income guaranteed for the rest of your life? Don't stop work without it. Call Protecting Your Retirement today, 913-648-2700. Check us out on Facebook and at protectingyourretirement.com. If you're not driving, look deeply into a mirror and imagine what you will look like at age 100. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, it's not really important how you'll look. The important thing is, how will your money look? The money you set aside for retirement, how will it look? Or will Piggy be a little on the thin side? Do you have enough money after retirement to live for 30 or more years? Sounds like you need a retirement income strategy. May I suggest protecting your retirement? Don Wells will provide a guaranteed retirement income strategy, which incorporates insurance and annuity options to create opportunities for long-term growth as well as guarantee income throughout your retirement. Think about that for a moment. Income throughout your retirement. Call Protecting Your Retirement at 913-648-2700 online at protectingyourretirement.com.
This is Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales, and our phone number is 913-648-2700. You can look for us on Facebook at Protecting Your Retirement. You can also leave us a message on our website at protectingyourretirement.com. Don, you said something kind of in passing, and I want to get a little bit more into it. You had mentioned that when it comes to having a successful retirement journey, it's less about your net worth or your nest egg as it is how do you turn that into an income. Yes, certainly. Because we see people with relatively modest net worth but maybe um, you've got half of a couple is retired military and also retired from some civilian activity after that. Or we have people who are teachers and municipal workers, uh, law enforcement and so forth, and they have some pretty decent pension income, and some of them Social Security as well. People who have had moderate to uh, upper middle income lifetimes and they've lived within their means might have a a nice nest egg even if they don't have a lot saved they have the confidence that they have social security and pensions that are guaranteed income for the rest of their lives and so they can go ahead and have that successful retirement journey and and have it work out well i have several quick one paragraph or less facts about annuities to show really what is happening lately. Also kind of reiterate the uh, strength and the reason that people look at fixed annuities. Annuities are synonymous with stable, guaranteed income, not risk. The average buyer of an annuity is age uh, 63. We have some in their 30s. We have some in their 80s. And these are people just starting to put money in annuities. Limera is a life insurance marketing research organization suggests that about one in five households with assets below $100,000 own annuities. So that's one in five, I believe that's 20% of households with assets below $100,000 own annuities. For households with assets between 250,000 and 500,000, the rate increases to 45%. Households between 250, 500,000, about 45% of them own annuities. With households with more than 500,000 in assets, the use of an annuity to help finance their retirement is about 40%, about 4 in 10. There's two things that I take away from what I just heard in that little paragraph that you mentioned. For people under 100000 in assets, it's only 20%, one in five. And I hear from people, just in general, when people say, well, what do you do for a living? And I say, oh, I do retirement planning. They go, oh, I don't have enough money to even come and talk to you. Well, that is a fallacy. You bet it is. Because it doesn't matter how much money you have in liquid assets. We can probably find a way to help you extend that for as long as possible because that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, we need to take the available money and grow it Mm -hmm. at guaranteed rates or a combination of guaranteed rates and formulas to generate income Mm -hmm. over a long period of time. You know, we have young people among the clientele that 
are working in uh, really good jobs. They're participating in their company plans, but they also uh, want to do something extra. And usually, when they come to us, they are below a hundred thousand in uh, in any type of asset. Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't even own a home. And again, households between uh, two hundred fifty and five hundred thousand, about forty five percent have annuities. It could be a lot higher. It could be a lot higher. And that was going to be my second point for the people who have more than 500000 in retirement assets. I think sometimes when people see their 401k or whatever they're growing their money in and they think, oh, I've got a million dollars, that'll do me just fine. Or, or whatever the case may be in mm-hmm. that nest egg. Yes. But they don't have a way or a plan to make it last. It's kind of like winning a large chunk of money with the lottery, and the first thing you want to do is go buy a car and a house and a boat and all this kind of stuff, yeah. you know, because you have this large chunk of money. Think what we can do with it. Mm-hmm. But there's no real plan to make it last throughout the whole retirement. And that's why even if you have a large net worth, you need mm-hmm. to make it last. Right, and that's where we come in. We, mm-hmm. we work with people in all you know, net worth categories. But you know what we don't do? Other than when we're reading an article like I am today, we do not break down our clientele into um, a low, middle, and a high net worth. We, we just don't do it. Or A, B, and C. Or, or A, B, and C. Yeah. And I've been to so many sales seminars or workshops. Hey, come to this one, and we'll show you how to uh, really uh, get the most out of your high net worth clients. I could not walk past our filing cabinets or our database and say, hmm, okay, there's Herbert. He's, uh, you know, one of our high net worth. It's not something I automatically remember. We don't keep track of it. But anyhow, when we see, you know, people with a higher net worth, they are not treated any differently than our, our clients that are not. I'm sorry, I mean, I... I grew up with very, very, very modest means, and I have met a lot of extremely wealthy people. Even in the home village where I grew up, I mean, we had the poor side of the tracks, and then there was another demarcation where people had waterfront mansions. I just don't, I don't get all giddy. You know, I, uh, I'm not saying we don't want to meet high net worth people. We do, but you're not going to... Uh, have any higher level of service, or if you're not high net worth, you're not going to have a lower level of, of service. We didn't tell you you needed a minimum to come here, and you know when we saw what you had, we positioned it in a product that would allow for the maximum amount of growth. It's uh, what it's been doing. Mm-hmm. So we also know that everybody's journey is is different. It's unique to them. I have only been in the office working full time here for about three and a half years now, but I've never seen two different people, two different couples come in and want the same things in their retirements or have the exact mm-hmm. same ideas in mind for how this was going to work. Mm-hmm. So since nobody is the same, <laughs> yeah. it's all very custom to the people that come in and what their needs are. Right. Yeah, we'll do if it's uh, called for, and we don't mind doing it, a spreadsheet showing uh, all of the income you already have that's guaranteed, the assets that you have, and how much income we can guarantee that will uh, come out of those assets. And when we do that, we are so conservative, because our clients are generally very fiscally conservative. We don't make projections 
and we don't say, hey, if the last 10 years uh, market history repeats itself, you're going to have this or that. I make no projections, no guesses, no assumptions. What we do do is provide you with a description of a product we're recommending, and we'll show you what it'll do if it earns a bare guaranteed minimum. If you want us to pop that up a couple points, we'll do it, but it's not at our risk. We just say, here, here's a guarantee. We know that guarantee, if it holds, for the whole time that you have that product, here's what it'll give you as income. And it depends on the amount you're bringing in. If it's a high amount, if it still only grows by a minimum guarantee, you're going to be uh, feeling pretty good about it, not only along the way, but uh, when it gets ready to maybe use it for income. Don, for a lot of people, when it comes to their retirement planning, they've been told throughout their accumulation phase, you know, where they're saving all their money, that, well, you have to have this much in equities and stocks, you know, so that's where your growth potential is. But the safe part of it, the safe money has to be in bonds. And that's not necessarily correct, especially in today's atmosphere, I guess, and the way that the world is. Yeah, the way that things are going. I'm going to get really into that, what that means, because I still hear people say, well, I'm protected because I've moved all my money into bonds. Yeah. Bonds are also called fixed income products because a bond pays interest. A bond is you loaning money to a company or a government or a municipality, and they pay you interest on that money you've loaned them. But the interest rates are now very low on new bonds. And the older ones that have better interest rates are all maturing or have matured. So another factor is that that interest rate on a bond is very rarely guaranteed. It might be a bond issued maybe by a a toll road authority where they have a possibility of uh, raising taxes or raising the toll to be able to support a guarantee, but very rare. Interest rates right now are so low Bonds are not paying very much. That's a number one problem. Plus, the potential for inflation, the bond has no way to uh, handle that for you. And higher interest rates in the future don't help the bond that you own now. It actually hurts it because you cannot sell a bond with a low interest rate when the company right next to the company that you uh, loan money to is willing to pay a higher rate. And so right now we do not consider bonds as the safe, fixed income portion of your portfolio. So if you've always kept 40 or 50% of your portfolio in bonds and you're afraid of market risk, you don't want to shove it all over into stocks, then you definitely have to call protecting your retirement, and we can take care of that uh, bond alternative by using fixed annuities. Sometimes, if you're old enough, we can uh, go ahead and have you roll over a portion of your portfolio that's in uh, stocks and bonds. And uh, sometimes, if you have money that's in a portfolio already, and it's a uh, not IRA money, or it's already uh, portable, uh, we can do that as well. We don't tell you never have money in the stock market, but if you don't have your 
income needs and retirement covered, then none of your money should be at market risk. I mean, come on. If you know you retire in July and in August the market does one of those 2001 or 2008 corrections, as they call it, I call it misbehavior in the market, the market can do that to you. We won't. We can't. We have product choices that are all guaranteed by large life insurance companies. I've been recommending annuities since 1988, alongside of other types of insurance I was recommending. No client has ever lost a single penny in a fixed annuity contract due to market risk. Very, very few clients have given up money by taking out too much money too soon from an annuity. There are surrender charges in the early uh, years of an annuity contract, very, very few. If you are interested in fixed annuities and fixed indexed annuities, our phone number is 913-648-2700, our website, protectingyourretirement.com. You know, Don, the sale of annuities was down in 2020, but I think the sale of everything pretty much was down in 2020. But except toilet paper. Except for toilet paper. Right. They're really coming back. They're roaring back, and we'll tell you why. Coming up next on Protecting Your Retirement. Welcome back to Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales. And if you hear something on the program that you would like more information about, remember we never charge any fees for you to come in and speak with us. Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Don, it was really funny over the weekend. My daughter, who is soon to be 13, says to me, I think 2020 has been the weirdest year of my life. (laughs) And I said, honey, I am 46, and it's been the weirdest year of my life as well. (laughs) And I'm I'm over 46. (laughs) I think it's been about the weirdest year of my life. And But it it was just a, a different type of year, and the fixed annuity world saw the same type of things that were happening all over the place. Sales were down for Mm -hmm. 2020. And I think part of that is because, one, there was uncertainty. And people, Mm -hmm. a lot of times, will wait and see when it comes to what they want to do with their money, with their savings. And then, two, since we couldn't meet people in person, it made it hard for us to meet with somebody and explain Mm -hmm. to them what we do and and what our philosophy is. Oh, explain the product and show examples and uh, show brochures. Our business is very face-to-face. Yes. I mean, I guess there's a way to buy an annuity or a fixed annuity online, but I have absolutely no idea whatsoever how the – there has to be an insurance agent back there selling it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they are doing it with the amount of attention it really deserves, the amount of attention and the, uh, care that a client reserves. Uh, I just can't imagine having an annuity contract or a life insurance contract in a family and the inevitable happens, someone passes away, and... Hey, uh, honey, what was the name of that guy online that sold us this? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the website? Do we have an app for that? I mean, just unreal. The hard it would uh, come up. So uh, we are personally focused individuals, and it's a face-to-face uh, transaction in most cases. Yeah, last year, 
2020, it was slow, very slow here. People's focus changed. They weren't looking on long-term retirement plans or focused on how to get toilet paper and groceries right. uh, during the pandemic. 2021 is a lot different. We don't predict our um, our whole year what level of uh, premium or what level of new clients we're going to gain or what our existing clients are going to do additionally with us. But at our half-year mark, we are ahead of the half-year mark of the very highest year in our history. We hope that continues. It is coming roaring back. I haven't, to tell you the truth, I haven't had the time to add up the number of transactions and divide it into the total premium we've done this year to see if the uh, size of the transactions is higher or lower. I just don't really uh, have that much of a feel for it. I'm not really big on statistics within our business, other than I like to know how the whole industry is doing. I like to know how I rank in our marketing organizations because that is how I do compared to my peers, not trying to beat them all, but not ever trying to be at the end of the line either in the race. We are doing very well. We're very thankful to our our existing clients have been absolutely fantastic to us this year at coming up with more uh, premium or making suggestions that we can uh, help them as well as think, oh, by the way, so-and-so might also benefit from that. We have a little project going now where there's an older model of fixed indexed annuity. It's just not up to snuff with the new models, and we're not out to replace everything, but we are contacting people who have that model and seeing maybe they're ready to turn on an income. The model we're talking about has a fantastic lifetime income turn on, but on the uh, growth side, other than that, it's not. So we contact them, what is your goal, and maybe uh, uh, we can help out. So we're trying to serve. Well, I think it goes back to what you said about the fact that our marketing company is always keeping us up to date on a daily basis of new Mm. products that come out or new features. And it's kind of like cars from the standpoint that, you know, if you had a vehicle that you bought in 2010 and then you're looking at the new models in 2021, Mm -hmm. the features that were available in 2010 do not even compare to what you can get in 2021. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing with the world of annuities and and fixed annuities in particular, because when they came out in 1995, 1995, they were just starting this whole fixed index thing. It was a brand new world. And every year, every uh, generation, I guess, puts out a new type of product with bigger and better features. So it's not that the products from the past are bad. It's just that the new ones have different features that might be a good fit Mm. for some people. And sometimes it changes in the annuity world come pretty quickly as in the automotive world. Mm -hmm. I have uh, two vehicles, a 2017 and a 2019, both by the same manufacturer. They have similarities. And yet the newer one that I've had now, I think less than a month or so, give me a few challenges because there are things that are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with our business. We're always seeing someone has something new. We look at those things really carefully, by the way, because the newest is not always the best. That is true. But 
Uh, we are paid commissions by the insurance companies. They do not come out of your money. Whatever money you put into an, an annuity, a life insurance or long-term care insurance, none of those, not a penny of that money is subtracted from the value of what you have just decided to uh, follow as a recommendation. So, yeah, we make commissions. They're really, they're not price fixed, but they're pretty level across the companies uh, that issue them. So companies that send out an email and they're bragging about higher commissions, what I usually do is either ignore them completely or I look at their AM best rating. That's a credit rating of the company selling you an insurance policy. I want them to be high. And if they're in a B or even a C level, you know, of rating, then that would be me heisting a big commission in order to sell an inferior product or buy a company just isn't as stable. You know, we don't need to hassle. Well, that's one of the things that you set up from the very beginning of protecting your retirement and we're continuing through today and into the future. And that is that we will always put the client's needs First, it's what fits them the best. And we do that through suitability. We do that by knowing our clients and what they what mm. what are their goals? What is it that mm. they want to get out of their retirement? And then let's find them a product that fits that need. Right. In earlier in the show I was uh, talking a little bit about the level of assets and different asset levels and how many people in those levels own annuities. We also have a chart on income and household income group from about $50,000 to $75,000 of annual income, they are less likely to have personal or employer-sponsored retirement accounts, and so they're more likely to be eligible and, and have a, an annuity. About 38% of people in that category have an IRA 23% have a 401k, roughly 8% of the people in that income group, that's uh, 50 to 75,000, said they had indexed annuities, and another 12% had other types of uh, annuities. So about 20% of them have annuities. That's in a 50 to 75,000 income group. When we move up to, uh, and I am skipping a group, okay? When we move up to 100,000 to 150,000 household income, then we have a higher rate of those people who have annuities. It's about 11% uh, have indexed annuities. Another 13% have other types of annuities. So we're looking at about 24% there. And that is a uh, household income group of uh, 100,000 to 150,000. There's a dead zone or almost dead zones, not even on life support. Household income category between 75 and 100,000, only 5% of those surveyed had annuities, and another 5% had variable annuities. Variable annuities have market risk, and this is probably the worst or the second worst income zone that should be messing around with a variable annuity, but they have them. The uh, pandemic made some changes, but didn't change uh, significantly the income levels, the household income levels 
of people who have annuities. But one thing that was really very important, and this is from Jim Pullman, he's the IALC executive director, on the survey results that were done, he believes the pandemic, the full survey results show that the pandemic will make younger investors more interested in the kind of protection against risk that an annuity can provide. And one reason he gives is when they explain the fixed indexed annuity concept, the younger consumers in the sample expressed more interest in the products than the older survey participants did. So that, I think, bodes well for younger people doing the right things and putting their premium in things that can grow money without market risk and provide guaranteed income uh, without any market risk. Or if they want, they can just have a fixed rate of uh, interest for a number of years, do it in maybe three or five year uh, ladders. Thank you for that, Don, because that is going to lead us right into what our next topic is going to be. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about those people who are looking at retiring early, and those are probably the younger of the the people who are in the workforce right now. Those who are retiring early may be falling into a little bit of a trap. We'll talk about it coming up on Protecting Your Retirement. Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. If you're not driving, look deeply into a mirror and imagine what you will look like at age 100. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, It's not really important how you'll look. The important thing is, how will your money look? The money you set aside for retirement, how will it look? Or will Piggy be a little on the thin side? Do you have enough money after retirement to live for 30 or more years? Sounds like you need a retirement income strategy. May I suggest protecting your retirement? Don Wells will provide a guaranteed retirement income strategy, which incorporates insurance and annuity options to create opportunities for long-term growth as well as guarantee income throughout your retirement. Think about that for a moment. Income throughout your retirement. Call Protecting Your Retirement at 913-648-2700. Online at protectingyourretirement.com. Do you have income guaranteed for the rest of your life? Don't stop work without it. Call Protecting Your Retirement today, 913-648-2700. Check us out on Facebook and at protectingyourretirement.com. Thank you for joining us for Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales. And if you would uh, have a question about something that we've talked about on the program today, or if you'd like to come in and set up an appointment with us, our phone number is 913-648-2700. You can look for us on Facebook at Protecting Your Retirement and go to our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Don, you left off talking about the fact that younger people seem to be very open open to the idea of having fixed annuities, mainly because of the fact that they do not have market risk. It's a way to protect your money without that whole, hey, you're young enough. If you lose all your money, you got time to make it back. Unless you become disabled or unemployed or move to self-employment and maybe it takes a long while to get up to speed. Mm -hmm. There are two examples in my home, myself and one other, where 
we started brand new businesses with an even $5,000 and no debt initially. Both of those businesses have uh, succeeded. Anyway, a lot of people have a goal of retiring early. I think early means before traditional retirement age. Usually people call that age 65, although the average retirement age is clicking up and will soon reach age 70 Mm -hmm. for the average age at which people start retirement. A goal of retiring early is good, and if you can save enough money and do it, that's great. If you are depending on money that's in a 401k or a 403b or in IRAs, anything that's ever been uh, tax qualified, meaning that you have not paid income tax yet on that money, if you retire before age 59 and a half, then when you take money out of those qualified accounts, you're going to be required not only to pay income tax on it, unless it's a Roth account, but also you're subject even with a Roth at a 10% early withdrawal penalty. Mm -hmm. That is taking money out of a qualified plan before you're age 59 and a half. There are some exceptions to that rule. They are very few. They are complex. Uh, Again, the goal to retire early is a, a lofty one. I think it's great. A lot of people retire early from one occupation and go to another one. That's even better. But if the money that you're looking at is your nest egg to convert to income and you do it before 59 and a half, then you have a discussion that you have to have with your uh, tax advisor. If you're one that buys the software at the office store and does your own return and you're thinking about that, I really suggest that you talk to a tax professional. Mm-hmm. I have clients that are only now in their early 60s. They've been retired 8 to 10 years. Had a couple recently. They're both in that uh, situation. They both retired early. Fortunately, they both have you know, adequate guaranteed income for life. And that's where protecting your retirement can come in because you can open up a fixed annuity with non-qualified money. Right. And then you don't have to worry about being 59 and a half. If it's yeah. non-qualified, you can tap into it when you need to. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that not all annuities are IRA money. A lot of them, I'm going to say probably a third of our annuity contracts that we've helped people obtain are what we call non-qualified. It's non-IRA money. They're putting in money that maybe they earned it and already paid tax on it. Maybe they inherited it, sold a piece of property, had a gain somewhere, had a piggy bank that they finally broke open, or, you know, they're coming in, and that money is not subject to the same rules. The The really good thing about it is that money, which we call non-qualified money, still qualifies for tax deferral if it's in an annuity contract. So you're not paying income tax on the growth of that money every year. You don't pay income tax until you take it out. And instead of taking it out, you can always roll it over to another annuity contract, and you don't have to pay tax then on what you have already grown. You only pay tax when you stop using an annuity and take the money out or take out portions of it. And those annuity contracts also can be set up with lifetime income riders or they can be annuitized at a later date to provide a guaranteed lifetime income. 
I think that's one of the smart things that we've seen younger people do is maybe they're contributing the maximum to get the, the match from their company. Right. But instead of saying, okay, I'm going to go above and beyond that and put in the maximum amount, they're taking that money, anything over the match, and putting it into a non-qualified account. Mm -hmm. So then they're still getting some growth potential from doing a fixed annuity, but then they don't have all those rules and regulations that come with an IRA. And a lot of those uh, young people do a Roth, Mm -hmm. uh, either a Roth IRA. That's limited somewhat to uh, usually uh, $6,000 a year unless they're over age 50. Or they just go straight non-qualified account, and they know that when they retire, they can take that money out partially uh, tax-free. The amount they put in is not going to be taxed. They can take uh, money out just whenever they want, you know, periodically. And that money is not subject to required minimum distributions. So if you end up on a retirement store and let's say you have five or 600000 Dollars and half of it is either Roth IRA or non-qualified money, that half you don't have to take any money out unless you want to mm-hmm. or need to. The rest of it, when you take it out, the rest of it is going to be subject to required minimum distribution rules, and that forces you to take it out sometimes way, way before you need it. Usually with a good retirement income plan, the only place that you need extra money above what your norm is is uh, for inflation or for uh, long-term care. It's good to uh, have more than one tax category of money in your portfolio, even in your retirement income portfolio. When we started this segment, I was talking about, you know, it seems to be that younger people are told, go ahead, put as much money as you can into the market Be aggressive with it because even if you lose, you'll have time to make it back. And it's hard to gain if you keep on making one step forward, two steps back, so to speak. Mm -hmm. The best way to to grow that money is to never have those backward steps. Mm -hmm. We had a conversation with somebody earlier this week with a person who came in to do a review, and they were talking about that because of the fact, the reason they moved most of their pension plan and 401k into fixed annuities was because they didn't want to worry about taking a step back. Or run back. Or running back, yeah. Slide back, actually, would be the way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They don't want to have that decline and have to make it up. So what do you say to somebody in those kind of situations where they come to you and say, well, I don't know what the market's going to do? I say I don't either (laughs) because we don't make predictions. We really don't have a really good base of knowledge to make predictions. I have been in financial services since I left college, Mm -hmm. since I graduated. Always been in financial services uh, one way or another, either as a director of marketing for a Fortune 500 or uh, one-on-one, you know, personal financial services. We don't predict a market. You know, we know it has ups and downs. We don't know how long it's going to be before another misbehavior who knows, maybe it'll never be one. So we don't make predictions. So if someone says, I just don't know what the market's going to do, I don't either. But we celebrate it when the market goes up because we know that we and our clients who have fixed indexed annuities are going to earn more on them in the years when the market is up because 
the fixed index annuity, you get part of the upside of the market. We don't fear when the market goes down because the people in the fixed index annuities or regular fixed annuities do not lose any money. They might have a year with very little growth, sometimes even zero. So we don't fear a market downturn as it affects our clientele for the money that is in annuities. Feel sorry for them and for ourselves if the market is down and we lose some of what we have in the stock market. We have a, it's almost a secret feature, although it's in all the literature and in all the uh, brochures and we talk about it. It's a feature in the fixed index annuity world. I don't know of any fixed index annuities that don't have that feature. It is called annual reset. When the market index that you are tracking in your fixed indexed annuity goes down in a year, you don't lose any money. The following year, your baseline for determining whether you have any growth from the market index that you're tracking is where that market index ended the last year. If they measure your growth from where the downturn ended and there's some recovery in the market index, the following year, the following period, you're going to have a very good year in your fixed index annuity because you get part of the upside, but you never went in the, in the crevasse or fell off the cliff. I have a fantastic illustration of that on my own business on one of my fixed index annuities. And I went into it in 07, and the market index uh, S&P was running about 1400 a year later, it was around about 800 mm. I made no money that year. Then recovery came along. It only got up to about 1150 But the difference between that 800 and the 1150 I made approximately 23%. That felt really good. It felt really good even considering the previous two years I made very little. If you would like a little bit more information on how those annual resets work, we'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Our phone number is 913-648-2700, our website, protectingyourretirement.com. We hope you have just a fantastic, healthy, safe, wonderful week. We will see you next time on Protecting Your Retirement. The preceding program was sponsored by Protecting Your Retirement.